This morning, I take the honor to welcome you into the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, with Bible says, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness what thereof. And at, your, and, and at his right hand, pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So anytime you come into the presence of the Lord, you need to Hallelujah. You need to you need to know that there is some joy and some pleasure in God's house. You cannot get it anywhere. It doesn't matter the, the kind of school you went to. It doesn't matter where you stay. It doesn't matter who your friends are. You cannot get that joy anywhere except the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. As Christians, we, we you know, the worldly people think that money makes joy. But money doesn't give joy. Have you seen people who are so rich but yet they can't even sleep? But I've seen those who are also so poor but yet they are enjoying life as if nothing has happened. Hallelujah. So it's not the matter of money. Or it's not the matter of where you stay or where you belong. Haven't you seen royals who, 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 who are not happy? Amen. But one thing is this. As you enjoy God's presence, you become joyful. It doesn't matter your state. You become joyful. Hallelujah. You know, it's only in Christ that you see people like, let me use the example of the men of God. You know, some are so grown, but they, they look so young, as if they, they, are, they, are, they, are, they, they are not grown. <laughs> it is the joy of the Lord that makes us, because I would say that the joy of the Lord is what? Our strength. When you have joy, when you have joy, it is like a strength given to you, and as you grow, you become younger. Caleb said, I am, I have been young, and I am old. I am more than 70 years, but the energy that is inside of me is like a little child. It's like a youth. This morning, as the word of God is coming, if there be any sickness, if there be any weakness, the grace of the Lord will give you strength to overcome them. I said the grace of the Lord will give you strength to overcome them. Them that need healing, I believe that by the time we are through with this service, the Lord will heal you in the name of Jesus. This morning, I speak on a topic, the Christian life. The Christian life, and I move into the dimension which is sacrifice. The Christian life and sacrifice. The Christian life and sacrifice. It is only in Christianity and it is only the kingdom of God that the whole world can testify that our leader or our Messiah died for his people. Nothing. No religion. You know, people are willing to die for their leader. But this time, it was the leader who died for his people. And he said, the same things will come. The same things applies to us. Sometimes I hear people say, oh, you know, in the, in the kingdom of God, you need to enjoy, have joy, 
or yes, the joy is there, but enjoy your life, live your life, and God goes, God going to bless you and other things. Yes, it's true, but God also requires us to also sacrifice for Him. If you have a Bible with me, open to the book of Matthew, chapter 19. Matthew chapter 19. If you don't know Matthew, then I guess you should go and buy a New Testament Bible. Your first page will be Matthew. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 19, verse 9. Verse 16. If you have a Bible, if you've written that, that scripture down, if you've written that scripture down, I'm going to paraphrase because of the time. One day, and that's where I'm, 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 I'm preaching from. One day, a young man came to Jesus. A young man like myself, like yourself, like anybody here, like a woman, came to Jesus. And Bible says, the young man was a rich man. A very, very, very rich man. And he came to Jesus. And he said, how can I attain eternal life? That's my question. A young rich man. A young rich man. If you are young, you have desires which are outrageous. And I said, oh what? You have some desires which you want to achieve. Especially when you are a young man and you have money, you want to enjoy life. Buy the big cars. Yes. Uh, the Range Rovers. And other things. And enjoy life. That's what you want to do. When you are a young man, when you are a young man, you want to have, excuse my language, have all the ladies sing for you. I, I, I believe I have young men here. If you are a young man and you are rich, what is life? At least we know that when you are growing and you are getting to your 60s, 70s, that you want to know God because you know you are dying. <laughs> a, a rich man told me that one day, he said, he said, oh, you know, when you are young, you don't really think about God. But as you are growing, you know that you have to, it's all about religion. You know, just don't get to know your God. So do you know why? The Bible was explicit or was, was very direct that you remember your creator in the days of what? Your youth. Because he knows that when he leaves you in your youth, you will never remember him. So this young man, after all, he, he was rich. How many of you young men want to be rich? If you don't want to be rich, I won't pray for you. But if you want to be rich, I pray that the hand of the Lord will come upon you. That you'll be richer than you are today. That every day as you go on, you'll be richer. In the name of Jesus. So if you didn't lift your hand, you'll be there. Even the old man or the old man wants to be rich. How much more with the young ones? Amen. This rich, young, I, I, I was reading the scripture and I was surprised. How can a young, rich young man come to Jesus and tell me that, tell him that I want eternal life? It is very difficult for a rich man to even go to heaven because they don't even think about God. So sometimes churches we chase after rich men, but hey, they don't know God, though, and they are proud. I hate them. When they come to church, they would rather want to detect to the church, but not to listen to God. But not in this church. If you are rich, 
you are not richer than any of us here. Our accounts are in heaven. Hallelujah. Our accounts are in heaven. that we've not, we've not been able to tap through. By the time we tap through, your riches will be so small. Nobody can be richer than God. So I don't give a damn about riches. Hallelujah. That's it. So one thing you need to know. That this rich man came to Jesus and was asking Jesus. Jesus, how can I get eternal life? That means there was something lacking in his life. Upon all his riches, there was something lacking in his life. So even rich men are seeking something. How much more we, who are not rich now, but will be rich later. Hallelujah! He was seeking for something. And that thing is what I'm talking about. He said, how can I gain eternal life? That eternal life is what brings joy into a young man's heart. It is not the money. Because if it was money, the rich boy wouldn't have come to Jesus to come and ask something. That means upon all that he got, he was lacking something. That means there's something. Jesus told him. Have you obeyed all the laws? Maybe you are in church today. I'm asking this. Have you obeyed all the laws? He said, yes, I have obeyed. Since the day of my youth, I have not enjoyed my life so well because I wanted to get that thing which I desire for. That eternal life. So I have not committed at all adultery. I have not told a lie. I have not done this. I have not done this. Can we say the same thing? Hallelujah. But we know that in church we are work in progress. Hallelujah. By the time we are through, the Lord will work on us. Amen. That will be able to say that yes, we have not lied. We have not committed adultery. We have not fornicated. We have... Hallelujah. How many of you will feel proud to tell Jesus when he appears and tell, Jesus, I have not done all this. And you know within my heart. How many of you will feel proud? Today, may the blood of Jesus wash you. Say, may the blood of Jesus wash you. Hallelujah. He came and told Jesus. And Jesus said, you have done all this? He said, yes. Immediately he said that. Jesus loved him. He said, ah, this good man. He's a good man. But I said, there's only one thing. You need to sell your goods, give to the poor, and take up your cross, and come and follow me. This morning, I talk about the cross. Take up your cross, and come and what? Follow me. Let go. The riches that you hold, let go. Jesus wasn't demanding his riches. Because on the other day, the same Jesus, when the harlot or Mary Magdalene was pouring alabaster box or the, the, the oil upon his feet and wiping with his hair, they told him, we can sell this spike or this perfume and take the money and give to the poor. He says that, hey, let him do it. That means, he said, the poor will continue to remain with you, but I will remain with you forever. That means Jesus wasn't concerned just about the poor. He wasn't just concerned just about the man. He didn't need the man's money, but he wanted the man to give a sacrifice unto him. A sacrifice unto him. A sacrifice. Being able to let go of something. Every Christian, whether you are rich, whether you are poor, whether you are little, whether you are high, whether you are the president, or whether you are the man in the gutter, God expects you to give a sacrifice. 
let go of something you are holding for him. Hallelujah. This rich man had everything. But before you can attain the thing that helps us, the things that helps us to be here, or the things we are seeking for, the reason why we are here, you need to what? Sacrifice. What are you holding on to? Critical. What are you holding on to? Sometimes, the three things that we give excuses for, hallelujah, give excuses for, excuses for, sometimes, Pick the first one. The reason why we give excuses is sometimes because of our family. Our family. Our family. Our family. Sometimes your wife, your children, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mother, your father, your siblings, we give excuses. Excuses. And these are the things that God requires of us to let go. If you have your Bible with me, open to the same book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 10. Verse 34. Matthew 10, 34. First of all, his family. Whosoever, last test from 32, whosoever, therefore shall confess me before men, him will I also confess before my father in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I deny before my father in heaven. Think not that I have come to this world for peace. Or to send peace onto the earth. No, I didn't bring peace. Though he is the king of peace. I came not to send peace, but a sword. Hallelujah. For I come to set a man at variance against his father. And a daughter against his mother. And a daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. Imagine. God was talking about something. He said, I have not, I have come to set apart. The very young me set apart, separate. If you want to go with God, if you want to live your life to please God, there must be a clear separation between you and your family. There must be a clear separation that you tell yourself that, hey, if you don't go with me, then I'm, diff- I'm different from you. Sometimes we give excuses. And these are the things that God wants us to do. If you will not be able to tell your family that it is my time to worship God, if your family is drinking, you'll be able to tell them, no, me, I don't drink because I am separated unto God. If your family is going for a traditional worship like homo and the rest, you tell them, me, I am not going. It doesn't matter what you think about me. If you like Sack me from the house. I don't care. I am for God. How many of you can, can, can go beyond this rejection 
the rejection of people around us, our friends. Sometimes you want to come to church and they are calling you for all kinds of events. Sometimes you want to come to church and they are even laughing at you. How many of us can tell ourselves that yes, it doesn't matter how much you laugh at me, I am not going to be a partaker of this. Yesterday we went for an event and the one who was serving wine came to me and said, gentlemen, I, this wine is the, one of the best wines you can ever get in Ghana. It's the best wine. He was giving me the credentials of the wine. And that wine is very expensive. Thousands of Ghana cities. And it was being given to some of the dignitaries there. Came to me and said, young man, I don't drink. He was surprised. Looking at my, the kind of dressing I had dressed to sit there, <laughs> was very much surprised. said, I don't drink. He said, why don't you drink? He said, no, I don't drink. It's not because I'm a pastor. It's because I'm a Christian. Some pastors drink. It's not because I'm a pastor. I am a Christian. When you go to events and you can't even separate Christians from the world. Because their friends are doing it. Their family are doing it. So they also join. If my family is dancing to a worldly tune, I, the whole family can go there and dance. Me, Shekai, you will not get me there. Because there should be a clear separation that you are for Christ and others. Sometimes when it's time for church, you know, these are the things Christians we need to do. Jesus said, I have come to set a clear dichotomy. I mean, set apart, separate. There should be a clear distinction, difference between you and your family. Sometimes, oh, sorry, time. There's a family engagement. Because of family engagement, Shatawal in Yakubo. You know, this is what, what some of the churches were teaching, like SDA. When it is, you have a funeral on Saturday, no SDA member will come. It doesn't matter whether their father is dead. Their mother is dead. Let the dead, dead, let dead bury the dead. But us, ask, ask us. Ubikura, eh, birthday. And you can do a sorry. The birthday, oh, my sorry. Now your birthday, you are sorry. Them birthday, kesi. Now your mom pay mano. Enu di enyo. The two birthday party, ti yam masori. Some bit me sorry. Oh, me akwa mi muye me If you don't sacrifice for God, you will never get the joy. And you know, God gave that promise that for those who sacrifice for Him, there are benefits. The reason why now Christians we pray, we think that prayer will give, will give you the the, 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 the worth that God, God has. It wouldn't give you. Prayer wouldn't give you joy. How many of you haven't prayed? And how many of you haven't gone through the same problems again and again? Sacrifice. Your time. What do you give your time to? Your time. Come to church. Church, two hours, three hours. Hey, it's already done with And so we think we party since morning. Family, friends, enjoying with friends. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
These are things that do help. They are basic things. You need, you need, you need to know. Because the rich young man, although he was rich, was chasing after something. We, we've not even gotten to the rich stage. How many of you have, you have gotten to the rich stage already? But I'm praying that one day, and I prophesy over this house, that one day, you will not just have one car or two cars, but people will be coming in their vehicles, four wheel drives and other things, to come to church. And you will see rich young men coming to Christ, and when they come, they lie prostrate before God and worship God. And they know that their riches is not from them, but it is through the sacrifice they have given to God, and God has graced them with his riches. Hallelujah. You see, all the time, the rich people were following Jesus. He wasn't following them. Because he didn't give a damn about them. He said, the, the, the message I have is for the poor. So that the poor will rise and become rich. So, so be a and that's what this kind of be a young man, the rich man no more free give a damn about what you are doing. He doesn't respect God. Hallelujah. Sometimes they think that it will be by their own works. We were here, you must have yes, but things are not one in the Hallelujah. I pray over your life. May the Lord increase you. May the Lord increase you. As you sacrifice and show the difference between you, your friends, your family, and your loved ones. That you are a Christian. May the Lord increase you. In the name of Jesus. As I began to see this, as I began to prophesy, I saw a stream flowing and a stream. There were some jewels in the stream, like gold. I said, where I go, either dredging. Sometimes within the river, you see the gold spots in the in 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 that river. This morning, I prophesy over your life that may the prosperity of God come upon you, may the power to make wealth come upon you, as you sacrifice daily for God. May He locate you with riches in the name of Jesus. Secondly, work. Hallelujah. The Kayos. They are doing hard work. This rise from morning to dawn, morning to evening, and they are even paid just five cities. You the credit to buy every day, crossing five cities. But most of the age Bible says it is the blessings of the Lord that make it rich. That means she are in the mini pay for. So ye di nyamia pedia nyami ebi shrao and no nshamo na mwaye dey what if when read the book of psalm 127 if my mind tells me right psalm 127 he says 
it is vain to wake up in the morning, early in the morning, rise and go to work, and come back in the evening, working yourself out, and eat the bread of sorrows. Vain. People must understand. Until you were able to tell me that, Obi, somebody was working in a club, a casino, a first church, a casino. And he wasn't getting time to come to church. Sunday casino. Rehearsals on him, man. Look at Young woman. Choose ye between God and today in your work. That place, a man for a play harlot. A smoky air. Oh no, no. One day was winning baby. One the announcement. Motor cars now. One announcement. You are serving the purpose of Satan very well. Letting people gamble, which is against scripture. Choose it between these days. But I'm telling you this for a fact. If you choose God over your work, God will give you a work which they will pay you better. And they will you also have time for him. So on the 31st night, he came to me and said that, Pastor, I have made that decision. I think uh, I won't go to the work again. Even if I should stop, I, should st- I will stop. So the church decided that then we will be, we will, since you want your out- upkeep, we will give you something for your transportation. Instead of my sorry, to, because you are not working. On the first, on the second, on the third, her own sister, whom he's been staying for the past, with for the past one year, had not even thought of Hey, said he was there now. Nah. Then the sister asked her, "Oh, there's a, uh, the reception in our in our in our workplace had just left. We don't know why he left. He didn't tell anybody. They said there's a vacancy. Do you want to be the receptionist? How much is the pay? Said well, it's around thousand two. Said yes, I have accepted. Without no said I was." He accepted and came to tell me that, Pastor, I have accepted the work. I said, yes. I told God to give you something better. That place where he was being the casino was supposed to pay 300 Ghana cities. Who the 300 air sacrifice of life? I'm a weasel. I'm ready to go. I saw from Koji in Drobe, Look at the BMJ TV. So, hey, 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 they should be thinkers, financial engineers, so that they can think on how to get money easily. Hallelujah. And what does come for financial advice? Someone I will tell them that hey, Bonsan, will be you see, see, see. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. And this lady got this work. Now the work, they close very early. He comes to church on time. He was part of the music, the, 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 the singers. He was coming on time. He, was, he became our, our prime person in church. Hallelujah. Sometimes, if you 
I want to separate myself unto God. God will surely give you something which will keep, because a hand that has no work shouldn't eat. So he will give you a work. And I say that make time also what for me. He will let you make time for him. I love God. Wherever I have worked, I have not chosen money before God. One day, an opportunity came to me in my former place. They told me that time I was even on contract. I was just paid 600 Ghana cities. An opportunity came. All that time, I, I, yes, yes, I was, I was just paid even lesser. They told me that there's an opportunity for you to, be, to work permanently, but they are training you to Takwa to go and be the arrow or the RM there. Hey, that time when they pick you, you are going to, you're going to get to pay about 3,500. Me, my salary was not even 6,500. Hey, what a multiplication. They called me for the interview. I got in, I said, no. I'm not going to that place. You know the reason? Because when I go there, I won't get anywhere to work for God. Ah, God has not told me to go there. That time we are started a fellowship in Kumasi. I said, no, I'm not going to leave this fellowship and run after money to go there. The, the, the HR told me, the HR's name was William Esmond. You are a fool. You, you are being paid this. And we are giving this an offer to even be a permanent worker and get so much money. Of which your promotion also come quick. You are a fool. I said, yes. I know I'm a fool. You know why? Because if you are the sheep of God, do you know how sheep are fools? Oh, oh, dear. If you want to serve God, God said you are his sheep. So you must be what? A fool. You must be a fool for Christ. So I was a fool. They didn't give to me. Said so then you will work permanently for the rest of your life. You you work you, as a contract person for the rest of your life. Said so I cancel this one. This is what the Lord did. Immediately, I rejected the offer. I was placed in a position where leader no, and I said boss of my question. I said, "Ding, hey, it may be again I killed myself. I closed very late. That time, if God had not inter- intervened, I would have lost my marriage. Because I closed sometimes around 10 o'clock, 11, and get so early to work around 5. Because I must open the door for the cleaners to come and clean and make sure that they work well before the day starts. And when the day starts, I must also insist. I must also work and when everybody has closed, I must lock the vault and the doors before I leave. It was so hard. I was like, hey God, I have made a foolish decision. That was what I was telling myself. I'm telling my life. I've made a foolish decision. Two months afterwards, an opportunity came. And somebody went to recommend me. But ah, this boy works so hard. I think he will be the best person to fill this position. Luckily for me, that, on that interview panel, that HR person wasn't there. The one who insulted me. So I got that opportunity to become a permanent worker. Hallelujah! And that time, I could go to work at 9 o'clock 
close at three o'clock. Abba. Bank work. Because we were in charge of the estates. And sometimes, oh, oh, me abba. I, 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 before even I come to my, my workstation, I had gone around and I was in charge of all the drivers. I can call any driver, hey, please come and pick me up. I'm here. And I was using a car. They were picking me up every time. I was a boss. Hallelujah. I am telling you, sometimes the decisions you make for Christ is difficult. Sometimes you feel like you have lost everything. But I'm telling you, that the God who did that one for me, though in the beginning it wasn't easy, will do the same thing for you when you sacrifice for him. Because he has said in his word, as I'm closing, you need to give sacrifice, give something unto the Lord. Sometimes if you come into church, something so difficult, so difficult, you tell people that, oh, find something to do in the house of the Lord. So that the Lord who can see that you are sacrificing for him. At least, who the upper part from Pokura? Spend the time. Don't sleep. Spend the time and come and clean. Don't do it. The Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful. He knows them that have given their heart unto him. I told myself, I am not going to lay a block. A block. Not that I don't have the means. I can build my own house. I didn't want to go and lay a block down till I see the house of God risen. I see the house of God built. Until I see the house of God, I'm not going to lay a block. Why have lands? I'm not going to lay a block. Recently, someone called me and said, hey, I'm waiting having a land here. And I said, oh, me go in the land. So, oh, let me dash you this. An acre of land. Dashed. Pa. Said, oh, when you're ready, let's go and see the place. I'm not even going, going to see the place. Oh. But I am not laying any block till I see the house of God built. I see the house of God risen and I see people being saved. That's my purpose. That's the sacrifice as your pastor I am making for God's house. What are you doing? I'm doing it not because I'm a pastor. I'm doing it because I am a Christian. Because the work of God needs sacrifice. You need to make sacrifice. So when you see God blessing you, recently I got, I got a promotion at work. Imagine. And people are so angry with me. Hey, oh, bad, I was just transferred there just one year ago. And I've been promoted three times. And now, I'm head of department. They are young, angry. Small boy. They're angry at me. I didn't get this one by merit. I didn't get it because I am working hard. I got it because by the grace of what? God. Let me tell you a secret. If God knows that whatever he gives you, you give to his house. He'll give you more. And as he gives you more, you will enjoy some. And you give the rest to his house. That is what God does. But when you are stingy, and when he gives to you, what is show? The reason why God is giving to me is because he knows my heart is for him. 
that I'm not going to lay a block until I see the house of God what built. I'm not going to lay a block until I see the heart of God built. That was the heart of David. David said, I am not going to build. I'm not going to do anything till I see the heart, the house of God built. The moment he said that, God said, no, you, I won't let you build. He said, well, if you let him build, me, I just love your way. He gathered all the materials. All the materials. All the materials. Gathered all of them. Even go to not build. He said, Sir, you didn't tell me to no, no, not buy materials. He bought all the cement from beginning to end. All the gold from beginning to end. All the timbers, all the iron rods from beginning to end. To build a house for God. He bought all of them and laid it down. What are you giving? So when God says that, people say, oh, and, and even, even David fornicated and God, God, God still loved him. When you sacrifice for him, he knows them. He will also love you. Young men, young men, you are young. What are you sacrificing for God? Somebody, oh me, I don't have anything. I don't, but you have your time. You have your hands. Are you blind? You're not blind. At least God has given you a resource. If you give your time to him and know that you need money, he'll give you money because in those you gave him your time. So when you get money, you also give to him. These are things you need to know. I close by the scripture. If you have your Bible with me, let's go to the book of Luke. And I do know, I love the the gospels. I love the gospels because that was where Jesus himself spoke. So you learn a lot from that place. Jesus himself spoke. And these are the things he wants us to do. Hallelujah. Are you here? Some people don't know the book of Luke. If you don't know the book of Luke, just lift up your hands and let me explain. Amen. Luke 9, 23. Now, phones require the table of content. Now, I choose. And I saw the Bible, will be a first page, I will table of content. You will see Luke there. It will give you the number. You go there quick. Amen. Oh, seriously, some people don't know Luke. Let's read carefully. And he, Jesus, said unto them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Oh, my Jesus. If any man will come after me, will follow me, will become a Christian, would want to come to church, would want to get the things I have, would want to be the way I am, let that person deny himself. Denying yourself is this. Denying yourself of good things. Denying yourself of house. Denying yourself of sleep. Deny yourself of pleasure, food sometimes. Deny yourself of entirely proper 
I can buy all the clothing I, I want. I can buy them. But I don't have money. Always you see me very simple. Simply because I'm a Christian. Not because I'm a pastor. Because I don't see the need for this. I don't see the need for dressing. What is the need? If I get something to cover myself, am I not okay? Am I looking bad? I wish that the church becomes more beautiful than this. The church becomes more beautiful than the, the bedroom I live in. That's my desire. The reason why you see the curtains, ah, we want to, God, we pray that God will give us a place. And you see the kind of beauty that you see. Because the house of God should be far, far better than where I stay. And so life for many so. And I pray that the children of God will also, their life becomes better than myself. And the things I do, I will never teach anything I don't do. I will never teach anything I don't do. Deny yourself. Sometimes, your time, the time you can watch Kunkumbagia, the time you can watch the, the things that you want to do, deny and come to church. Sacrifice it for God. Deny yourself. I feel good, no? Deny it. Yesterday, after we, I slept around one o'clock. By five, I was awake. Getting back because church is there. Deny yourself. Deny yourself because you are what? A Christian. And that is anybody who wants to follow God, not only pastors, but anybody, including a pastor, deny yourself. How can I drive in big cars? How can I sleep in a mansion while the house of God is not built? While the people of God are not, they have not gotten there. Deny myself. Rather, I will rather invest into the people, invest into God's house for God to build. I told everybody around me that if I am doing something for my family, I'm not doing because they are my family. My family are my church. I'm doing because the same thing I will do for everybody. So if I'm taking care of my, my, my brother, it's like I'm taking care of somebody else who is part of the church. I don't have family. If my, 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 my mother is here, I don't care. I can choose to deny because I've been rejected several times. I'm not afraid of rejection. Hey, the argument about him, yeah, because I'm a Christian. They know that when they are organizing an event, me, me, on Sunday morning, what am I doing is all mad. They know, and I won't be there. Deny yourself and take up your cross. What is your cross? The things that are so heavy. The things that weigh you down. Take up them. It is a shame. Christian, don't be afraid of shame. Don't be afraid of disgrace. Don't be afraid of rejection.
kill them all. Because Bible said, anybody who died on the cross was a shameful death. If you carry the cross, it was something which was very much was shameful. So Jesus died on the cross. Mean that he died the most shameful death. So take that your cross. Take up your shame. Take up your your or your disrespect. People can insult you. Your friends can say, "Hey, we are Sometimes they are all having girlfriends, boyfriends. You choose not to have it because you are a Christian. They will insult you. But take up your cross. Take up your insult. Take up your disgrace. Take up your disrespect. Take up your dishonor. And follow him. And Bible says by that cross, we attain redemption. By that cross, we were glorified. So many people you see, like men of God, they have gone through shame. They have gone through reproach. Sometimes the whole nation will insult them. But when they stand now, you see that they are glorified before God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You have to take up what? Your cross. Daily! To daily, every day, don't be afraid of you being what? Rejected. Don't be afraid of you being insulted. Young men, don't be afraid. Your friends, they may insult you. And now you have accepted Christ. You don't, you don't do what they do. Sometimes, you don't carnival. You don't club. You don't jams. You don't beer. But now you are not going. They will insult you. Who are you? But I'm telling you, they are watching you. That one day, they will come and ask you. You know, my friends who I was partying with when I became a Christian, one, one, one of them approached me and said, Hey, what do you say? But they were the people who were insulting you. Now, not even some of my friends, they don't pay you. I said, you could pray, 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 Riley, you don't be shy, man. Those are university time. Hey, I'm going to pray. I'm going to be in a bus no more. No more yeah, I'm going to because I have changed. The same people will come and ask you. The cross will bring you respect, but if you don't carry it, you will never get it. The cross will bring you what? Honor. The cross will let you attain power. But it's you cross it demons. I'm not afraid of shame. I'm not afraid of disgrace. Disgrace me for what? You can use ah, I'm telling you, me, I the, the news cannot use me for their for their news. Oh. The media, me. Now you get me. Media for what? Now for interview. Now so for the delay shows. What has the kingdom of God with the kingdom of darkness? What has Christ got to do with Belia? Darkness and light. How can the darkness ask me questions about my light? You even know light. Come to the light. When you see it, you can ask me questions. Me, LPO, we are so unique. So, you are foolish. Because, the wisdom of Christ said, you hold something precious. That's the reason why they are insulting you. You hold something precious. That's the reason why they are, they are, they are discussing you everywhere. You hold something precious. You are a Christian. If you begin to sacrifice your life, deny yourself. 
and follow Christ. Pick up your cross daily and follow him. I am telling you, where God will send you, no man can send you. I pray for you today that as you are denying yourself and following Christ, may he do what no man can do for you. May he bless you with the blessing that no man can bless you with. Hallelujah. May he take you places. May he, because of your cross you have carried, may everybody see you and honor you. May favor come upon you in the name of Jesus.